It's time. Right now, it's time. Yeah. I was born by the river in a little tent, and oh, like that river, I've been running ever since. It's been a long. Long time right. coming, but I know blunt's gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's been too hard living, but I'm afraid to die. Cause I don't know what's out there. Beyond the sky, it's been a long, 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 long time coming, right. <laughs> but I know change gonna come. Let's smoke a blunt, yeah. Hit the intro, sweetheart. Let's get it started. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. It's time for another episode of Who Wake and Make We Be Mo Shabapa. This is your morning live. You know, we are a live morning show. Yeah. I don't know if I say that enough. This is a live broadcasted morning show coming to you first thing in the morning on Tuesday morning. We are your solution-based podcast. This is your opportunity to explore blackness and the new blueprints that create blackness and how we intersect blackness through blackness from blackness while black. Give a fuck. We black as hell on the show, and we do not apologize for it. I want you to think of us like a uh, like a Howard Stern meets Tom Joyner first thing in the morning with a freshly rolled blunt. I am your cultural analyst and hope host for the show today it's bimo good morning everybody i want everybody to say good morning to the syncopated drum patterns in my life the three to five chords that create the charts of my heart the uh producer extraordinary the lady of the house say good morning everybody say good morning to the lady of the house hey, good morning hey sweetheart hey sweetheart what's bothering i'm just doing the show guess it you're just doing the show <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sitting here doing the show yeah uh, Why well, I go this way? The people, yeah, the, yeah. I'm, I'm in the middle now. Yeah, one of your eyes was like. I was off. off. I was off. Now I'm in there. Yeah, you in there now. But you know, the people, if they want to see the whole screen, if you want to see the whole shebang, make sure you go over to YouTube or Twitter. We got the full screen situation, which I think will be very beneficial this morning. We have a few things we want to talk about this morning. But before we get to the few things, want to give a shout out to some of our sponsors this morning. First thing, shout out to our good people at Street Lawyer Services. We appreciate you. But also, shout out to our good people at the Washington and former Bridge, WI Bridge DC uh, on Instagram or at, at WI Bridge DC on Instagram and social media and then WIBridgeDC.com if you want to get some fresh issues of the bridge. I believe they have a new issue coming out. It should be next week. Uh, it's usually like the last week of the month. Make sure you check out the bridge. Tell Lafayette that I'm killing it, okay? We appreciate the network. We appreciate Street Lawyer Services. This morning, we're also being brought to you by... 
the new Alt and Delete 2. Okay, so if you want to check out Alt and Delete 2, I suggest you do that now. If you get off Instagram and go over to YouTube, you can listen to Alt and Delete 2 and listen to me at the same time. Well, listen to me first and then listen to Alt and Delete 2, or just go to your favorite streaming service right now, download the album, check it out on your way to work, check it out in the gym, check it out whenever you about to spit game at that girl. Whatever you finna do, check out Alt and Delete 2. Let's see the promo. kiss you in the mouth. <laughs> I appreciate that, y'all. Uh, don't play like that. <laughs> Shout out to Yaj and Dill. My man Dill is in is in Denver now, two hours behind, which means yeah. it's 6 o'clock in the morning. I expect him to be asleep. That's all right, though. When he come back a little more east, we got something for him. Um, but, you know, great wake and bake will be one night. It was a good time. Right, right, right. It was a good time. At 6 in the morning, so you better be asleep. Uh, good morning to everybody who's pulled up. Make sure y'all check out Alton Delete 2. It is a great album. We did a wonderful review on last two Tuesday's episode, uh, which will be up later today. Definitely go check that out. Um, we have some great things we want to talk to you about this morning on Wake and Bake with BMO. Uh, one of those things we want to talk about, this theory of difficulty that I'm noticing um, throughout the culture right now. I want to talk about difficulty. I want to talk about Lauren Hill. And then lastly, I want to talk about the things that happened at Mochella um, on Juneteenth. Um, yeah, some things we need to talk about. There's some things we need to talk about. But first things first, I had a thought. So we didn't do the show last Thursday. Yeah. Uh, but I had a thought as the time was coming up for us to do the show. I was like, damn, this is actually a good enough topic to do the show. We should have done the show. But it was too late. It was already 8.45. Anyway. So let me ask you a question, Lady of the House. Okay. If we know that barriers are a thing. Mm-hmm. What exactly is difficulty? If we know that capacity is a thing. Yeah. We got a room, let me start with barriers, right? We know barriers are a thing, right? I wanna go 125 miles in my car, but only go to 120. Okay, there's a barrier, yeah. got it. We know capacity is a thing. I want 500 people in this venue, but it only fills 60. Yeah. Okay, we got capacity. What exactly is difficulty? What does it mean for something to be difficult to do? Is it? We know that process is a thing. We know that it takes one step, two step, three step, 20 steps to make that Ikea dresser. Yeah. So then what exactly is difficulty? What does it mean when something is hard or something is easy. What are we measuring there? I was really sitting on the toilet thinking about this. I mean, and stumped. If barriers are a thing, if process is a thing, if capacity is a thing, and all of these things measure, and probability is a thing, all of these measure 
what an outcome, what it takes for an outcome to be. But then what exactly is difficulty? I'll give you an example. I had, um, I pitched an idea to a business about the magazine. Said we could do this, this, and this. The business turned around and said, I believe this will be too difficult to pull off. To which I asked in response, I was like, oh, is it a capacity situation? We got a team. No, it's not a capacity situation. Okay. Is it a process thing? No, it's not a process thing. Okay. Do you got the money? Do you got the space? Is it a probability thing? No, it's not a probability thing. Then what exactly do you mean by this may be too hard to pull off? You see what I'm driving in here? Yeah. You see the bus I'm driving? You see the route I'm taking? I believe, or I have come to understand, let me put it that way. I have come to understand that difficulty is a measure created by capitalism to measure convenience. Hmm. It has nothing to do with process, capacity, probability, barriers, or capacity, I said capacity already, has nothing to do with the four things that might make something not happen. I have come to understand that things that are difficult are really within the bounds of capitalism's understanding of convenience. Why don't we grow our own food? It's not a difficulty thing. Why not? Why not? You peeping into my second half of the definition. Why isn't that a diff why isn't that a difficulty thing? I feel like because we live in a society of instant gratification, nobody wants to put the work in to like achieve in this example, but growing your own food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess we want things done for us. We we in the same path. Yeah. It's a, it's a matter of convenience. Yeah, right. So you're right. It's not a difficult thing. Yeah. It's not a difficult thing in the sense of the word that we understand it uh, 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 as a non-capitalistic word, but in the terms of capitalism, in the society that we live in, mm -hmm. what I'm understanding as difficulty, what I'm understanding as hard is outside of the bounds of convenience that has allowed capitalism to thrive. Right. So we don't grow our own food because it is more convenient. Mm -hmm. It is easier mm -hmm. to go to the store. Right. Play this video for me real fast. Play this video for me, because I think the people right now they're like, "Bima, what you saying?" Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get what you're saying. What I'm saying is, if you look around you, my people, if you look around you, wake and bake with Bima nights. And again, I'm not the I'm not the nigga that's the conspiracy figure, the conspiracy theory nigga who's got a somebody's got a mass agenda. But I'm but if you look at the advertisement, if you look at the content that surrounds us on a very passive level, mm -hmm. there's an attack on difficulty right now. Hmm. And it scares me when it shows up in commercials. It scares me when difficult is framed as like poison, as if something being hard is something that shouldn't be done. Play the video. 
Well, well. Heard my baby sister's buying a car. You don't need my secret weapon. Gross, no. Anyway, I already used Capital One Auto Navigator. It was awesome. I found my car online and I got pre-qualified instantly. Bet your credit score went wasn't affected at all. Then I got my real rate and monthly payment, had an amazing test drive at the dealer, and made this purchase. What? Hold on, check it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What's in your wallet? You smell my rockets cooking? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Do the wake and bake and be my, be my nice food, I'm saying, or do I need to spell it out? <laughs> I want you to know the young lady in that commercial saw a book and said gross. Right. Saw a book and said gross. Now we realize that the, the, the we realize there's a couple of things happening here. The young lady denies the resources directly in her face, denies help, the ability to actually get a cheaper price for a car. Right, we see that Capital One has created an application that allows you to search for car loans that doesn't affect your court, the credit score. Why? Because Capital One is a creditor. So I'm pretty sure there's a way somehow underneath all the dirt and screaming shit, mm -hmm. there's a way that Capital One can get you a car loan without affecting your car score. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, they give this lady a car note of four hundred thirty-nine dollars a month. I don't know if y'all know this, but that's high. Mm -hmm. Four hundred thirty-nine dollars a month. On a car note from Capital One? Hmm. All under the guise, all under the guise that it's so simple that you can do it. Now I gotta say something that's a little misogynistic because I understand what Cap I know I know what Capital One is thinking of. On this show, we are very progressive people. We understand that women can do anything. But I want you to know the people who wrote that ad do not believe the same thing. They used a woman in that place to very much fill in the place of she's ignorant, therefore you can be ignorant. Women don't know how to buy cars, therefore you could buy a car. That's the purpose of this woman being in this commercial. She being a brown woman, diversity, equity, and inclusion. So now we have a manipulation of the mass mind to understand diversity, equity, and inclusion as a lack of difficulty in buying an overpriced car. There is an attack on difficulty. You know what had been better for that lady? If she went in and haggled. Yeah. You know what would have been better for her if she went in and, and went in there and got a lower price for her car? You know what would have been better for her if she took her homegirl with her and double teamed the car salesman? You know what would have been better if we somehow eradicate this predatory nature of used cars? But instead, <laughs> instead, we have another passive attack on difficulty. What does this mean, BMO? You talking to me, but I don't understand and presidentships and, and managerial situations and middle management in black America? We know what it is. Play the video. A movie ticket. Thank you very much. And I also got a bag of Reese's. Um, this is very nice. From Starbucks. Thank you, guys. And uh, like the lanyard. Two pins and a couple of keys and two lifesavers. Uh, so it's good to show what they, you know, their appreciation for, uh, for loyalty and for all you've done for the company. This is my war for what for 27 years. Thank you guys.
So if we know that complexity is a thing, we know that barriers are a thing, we know that probability is a thing, we even know that capacity is a thing, I'm still very confused on what difficult is. And if I had to guess now, I would say that difficult is a label that is used by the powerful to manipulate the less powerful into labor. Yeah. It is a system of capitalism being used and dangled in front of you like a carrot and the word is convenience. It's not a, it's not a, when people tell you things are too hard for them, it's not too hard. There's, I, I don't believe there's a too hard because you have process. Therefore, it can't be too hard. Rocket science is literally broken down step by step. <laughs> and when you break it down step by step, as long as you know the concepts for each step, it's actually not that difficult. Yeah, you're building upon the foundations. You don't learn everything in a day. You don't. Right. That's really not that hard. Yeah. The earth rotates. We go around the sun, measure that, fire a rocket. <laughs> hmm. So when people tell you it's too difficult. It's too hard. What I'm really saying, what I'm hearing is, it's too hard is, I gave up. Yeah. I'm a victim of capitalistic convenience. I know there's a better way, but you know what? I give up. You got any comments with Yeah. I'm talking about you. Or you was talking with me. Yeah. <laughs> what do people say? Um, where'd it go? Drew says, difficulty means a person may not currently have the aptitude or frame of mind to do something. Right. Mm -hmm. Get it together. Carl says, difficulty is the time it takes to complete something. Drew says, for example, solving a Rubik's Cube used to seem impossible to me, but now after practice, I can do it in a couple of minutes. Right. Smart ass nigga. <laughs> um, Dark Skin Gatsby said, dealing with that right now. My brother, what's up? Oh, my man's just going through it right now. My man's just going yeah. through it right now. That's my DMV, uh, my DMV uh, Men of Media brother right nice. there. Dark Skin Gatsby, what's up, man? I need a suit, player. What's good? <laughs> uh, Drew says, that's a pretty good observation. Uh, Malik says, space, time. That's uh, Malik, Malik? Yeah. Where you at, man? <laughs> Drew says. That nigga here. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm at home, nigga, shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at home uh, like shit, man. Drew says, convenience and generalization is a driving force in capitalistic mm -hmm. consumption. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Malik says we just need a better sense of community because we all can't be farmers. It's a lot of men on right now. What what, what the ladies at? Do we on right now? Huh? Is some ladies here? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, you, you heard Malik's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Drew said comfort is the enemy of progress. Mm. People grow in times of challenge. Exactly. You can't grow when you're comfortable when you're complacent. And then he also said, look at Uber Eats rather than cook food or go pick it up yourself people will pay extra to have food delivered to them. Ah! We got a different circumstance. Huh? Huh? <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> what? Hey, it's Troy. What up, Troy? Mr. 151, Truck. Truck is here? Yeah. The new director of bands at Fisk yeah. University? Uh, Professor Truck now. <laughs> That's my truck. Hold on, I need a little stick. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm truck now. I said the mic went out, but you back. I'm back. Uh, yeah, Geronimo, G2 Esquire. Is that G2 or Gary? Or neither? That's G2. Okay. 
G two S Y. Yeah. Not say the one. Okay. Um, Drew says when things are too hard, it's not necessarily just giving up. Some people don't have time or resources to break down things and process them. That's another function of capitalism and systematic inequality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I look. I think about my man. So which I didn't. I'm. I'm very careful to put judgment upon his life because I. We, I don't know. 27 at the job, 27 years at the job might have saved his fucking life. Right. I don't know where he was coming from. I don't know what family dynamic he had before. I don't know what expectations had been placed upon him. But honestly, 27, at the, 27 years at the job. Right. Good job. Do I think you deserve more than two lightsabers and two two pants from the pack? Absolutely, brother. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So Absolutely. Disrespectful. So disrespectful. But you know that is a that is a that is not indicative of him at all. No. That's indicative of the company. Exactly. <laughs> they don't value him more. They don't value him more than two lifesaver packs and two pens. One movie ticket. One move, not even for your like lady. <laughs> Take your lonely ass to the movies, right. nigga. Two pins out the box. Two pins, but one movie ticket. Who am I right with? <laughs> <laughs> Who I'm writing with? <laughs> Who I'm gonna share these lifesavers with? Nobody. Drew says voting is supposed to be easy, but now they're trying to take it away by making it too difficult to access. Well, te- well, well, we'll yeah. technically have the right, but lack the access. That's right. right. That's right. Try to divide, to try to deny you the convenience mm-hmm. of voting. So now you need seven IDs. Right. Can't drink no water in the line. <laughs> <laughs> they shut down seven voting booths in the eight booth county. Crazy. And Shai Smith says that's bullshit. Twenty-seven years, mm. man. No, I feel you. I mean, nah, he better than me. <laughs> hey, man, take your vacations. Right. Tell your boss to fuck off. Right. Everybody <laughs> will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> that lady that uh, shut the whole town down. Yeah. 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 She did. She <laughs> yeah. did. She should shut the whole town down. Yeah. She did. Because they won't give her a vacation. They said, you know, only one. So. Well, I quit then. Right. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I shut the town down. In Maine, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. It's break time. It's rolling time. Um, today, I have something new. Okay. I was uh, on the YouTube, on the motherfucking <laughs> YouTube. I don't even know why. I think I was searching for Lauren Hill. But, uh, oh, it is what it was. Uh, on a project right now, and on that project, a question that was asked was, we heard Lauren Hill, but, but did we listen? Okay. So I decided to listen. <laughs> and that brought me to a YouTube uh, uh, rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And for the past, let's see, Lauren Hill resurfaced around 09. Yeah. From 09 to last, to about the weekend, I had this thought that Lauren Hill was a terrible performer. Mm-hmm. And that's just based off of internet rumors. She always late, mm-hmm. she can't sing, she lost a step, mm-hmm. she be out of breath. She ain't good, blase, blase, blase. I go on this rabbit hole, and you niggas is wrong. <laughs> I don't. Maybe she late, but like she's still performing. Like that. yeah, we got on a fifteen. I don't. I don't give a fuck about time. <laughs> <laughs> so for the rolling break, I think for the next couple of weeks, I'm just gonna play different Lauren Hill performances until we break the stereotype because. It's simply not true. <laughs> it's really not true. You might have an anecdotal story or you might have heard a story from the internet, yeah. but after I play this joint from Austin City Limits, I need y'all to shut the fuck up because this joint is amazing. What we got? Drew says, I say something smart, then add motherfuckers so you ignorant niggas hear me. Exactly. And then he said Lauren Hill, but then he was like, oh, maybe that was Erica Badu. Yeah, that was Lauren Hill. <laughs> oh, <God>. uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that was Lauren Hill. That was Lauren Hill in the Fugees. All right, hit the song. We'll be right back with more. Who can make we be more? We got a Gonzalez review after the break. Yeah. It's a mystery of iniquity. Said it's the history of iniquity. Said it's the misery of iniquity. I hit it all. Little children, eat your bread, little children, little children, eat your bread, cause it all, all falls down, I'm telling you I own, it all falls down, yeah, 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 I can't hand to the truth in the courtroom of lies, and the urges of jurors and the witnesses of spies, and the crooked lawyers, false indictments, publicized, the entertainment, the arraignments, the subpoenas, high. Profile gladiators and bloodthirsty arenas Into the dragon, black mold, cooking balance Souls bought and sold and parole for dirty talents Said the souls bought and sold and parole for dirty talents And the book reporter catch the circus in the paper Violent in a system, not acknowledged by the maker Swearing by the Bible, blatantly blasphemous Publicly perpetrating that in God we trust And now we cross-examined by master manipulated The faster intimidated, receiving the judge's favor Deceiving savers, doing injury to their neighbors For status, gratis, apparatus, and legal waivers Now, see the bailiff representing security Holding the word of God, soliciting perjury Prosecution, political prostitution The more money you pay in the further away solution In the legal actors, Babylon's benefactors And they're masquerading as an agency for the client Hypocritical giants, morally non-compliant Morally armed, to do bodily harm Recruited, polluted, and suited judicial charm And the defense isn't making any sense Faking the confidence of escaping the consequence I said faking the confidence of escaping the consequence Now, the defendant is dependent on the system Totally void of judgment, purposely made to twist them Emotional victim, blackmailed by the henchman Brain by intentions and vengeance with body lynchmen Into the false witness, slandering the accused Flatting the scene, openly showing he's bringing news To discredit, added, headed for the election Spearing the individual, fearing the unsuspected The expert witness to paid authority Made a priority to deceive the majority Of this injured peers, dodging duty for years Hating the process, waiting to return to their careers too We expect a system made for the elect The properly proper, properly serve and protect Materially corrupt, spiritually amok Oblivious to the cause, Feel the smarter generation, pure and it's so high. Feel the smarter generation, pure and it's so high. It's the mystery of iniquity. As it's the history of iniquity. That is the mystery.
<laughs> yeah, we gotta work on that fade out. <laughs> we gotta that work on that fade out. That shit. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> that did not work. Okay. All right, y'all. Welcome back to Who Wake and Bake with B Mo. Yeah. This morning we are. Uh, this morning's Ganjali review was being brought to us by the good folks over at Gifted Curators. What you looking for? We are. I was looking for water. It's okay. Uh, we. Uh, this morning's uh, Ganjali review is being uh, sponsored by the good folks over at Gifted Curators. Gifted Curators is the I seventy one down in Adams Morgan. All you need is identification. Go there. My favorite part about uh, uh, Gifted Curators is the fact that they centralize art. So art is at the center of the I-71, means you buy a piece of art, you get gifted a wonderful piece of marijuana. I like how I worked that out. Uh, this morning we are smoking pancakes. Pancakes is of their lower, on their lower shelf. Okay, this is more on the general shelf. Pan I don't know if the people can see the label. I let the good, uh, I let the lady, the good lady of the house. I let the lady of the house get a good whiff of that. What is this, a uh, hybrid? I have no idea, let's take a look real quick. I don't know. I forgot to look at it real quick. This. Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Maybe you know what? Let's guess. <laughs> Let's guess and see how good our Gondolier skills are. I am. Does it tell mm, you notes on there or just? Yeah, it does. Okay. Let's see. So we'll do. What's the name of these people? Gifted curators. Whatever. <laughs> what's the name of these people? I don't know these people. Hmm. They open up at 10 o'clock in the morning in case you want to go and get that, get it now. We got pancakes this morning. Mm -hmm. uh, online Susie says, general weed be the best. Zombie having you stagnant. <laughs> right. Tell us about okay. it. Uh, like, why can't do anything right Can't do now. a damn thing. Got an attitude. Regular weed be the best. Y'all <laughs> niggas getting old. <laughs> general weed. <laughs> okay. Um... Okay, I'm about to say this joint taking a while. Pancakes. Okay, I know what it is. Oh, you were supposed to guess. Why, why you look at it? Mm. Um, see if you get it right. Give it a smell. What's the smell giving you? I don't smell any like tree smell. So like no cedar, no pine. Is that, no cedar, no pine. Was, was that wrong? I don't know. Oh, I thought you looked at. Oh, it. it didn't give me the notes. It gave me the oh, type. It okay. gave me the type. It smells like kind of like a fruit. Not I don't a know. fruit. And a lot of fruits these days. Yeah. The niggas afraid of pine? It smells kind of grapey to me, but I don't know if it's grape. Can't quite place it. It's a little muted. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I see grape. Yeah. But that's it. Right. I, I like it. <laughs> hmm. Having a hard time getting a whiff of that. Yeah, I can't really. But you know, um, so, many, so many people add fragrances to their weed now. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. You're okay with the fragrances? I'm okay with it being a little muted. I'm, oh, with, yeah, I'm okay yeah. with having the really deep end. Yeah. I will disagree with you a little bit. There is a little tree in there. Okay. Not pine, not cedar. Um, not oak. It's not musk either. It's not, I don't know. Interesting. Don't know. An interesting fragrance that has confounded us. Yeah. Ran into my man Micah yesterday on the way to Gifted Curators. Yeah. And he was so surprised. <laughs> he was like, people pay you <laughs> to do what you was going to do anyway? Yes. Yeah. And I want the wake and bake would be my be more nice to know that in your 30s, that's what you do. You get paid for who you are. <laughs> I'm not experimenting nothing else. I'm not learning shit. I'm not learning nothing dynamic else. That's it. 
not going into IT tomorrow. What? <laughs> what? I had a chance. You it's over with. Google certification. No, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I'm good. Drew says, uh, my sister hooked me up with a free zip. It was a Juneteenth miracle. <laughs> a free zip? Wow. What a miracle. She loves you. What a miracle. I saw somebody on the Twitter say that um, Juneteenth is not summer Kwanzaa. And I'm like, it should be. <laughs> it should be. The fucking uh, Soul Bowl. Actually, let's go to Juneteenth next. What was we doing next? Mochella. Let's hit Mochella last. I want to talk about Juneteenth next. Okay. I want to talk about Juneteenth next because something interesting has happened. And we talked about this when it came to Falcon and the Winter Soldier or Black Falcon and the Winter Soldier or the Black Man and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Let me, let's finish this Ganja review first. There we go. Are y'all ready? We got a good light going on. We got a... My, my favorite paper is actually a hemp bamboo um, with a raw filter. Let me give it another light because it definitely just went out on my ass. That's not a good sign. Drew says Juneteenth was better when it was intracommunal. Are we finna talk about that here in a second? Mm. Finna talk about that here in a second? Because, let's see, let's see, let's see. I might need some water. This tastes like beef jerky. Beef jerky. Beef jerky. It tastes smack like beef jerky. Uh -uh. It don't smell like I mean, just because it stank don't mean it's bad. That's true. And it is. It is a solid. I tell you one thing though. That's good. It is. It don't taste great. <laughs> but if you've been watching long enough, you know that I like. I don't like a smoke that's too dense. And if you can even see the smoke in the light right now, it's not a very heavy, it's not a heavy smoke. Regular weed. Is that what uh, Honey's Girl called it? No, it was a uh, general weed. Uh, general weed. That was Honey's Girl though? No, it was um, Online Susie. I think. That's cool. Hey, Online Susie. I miss Honey's Girl. She had the wrong. Oh, damn. Yeah, it happens, to the, right. it happens, it happens to the best of us. Right. Um, yeah, what's taste? We're still doing Ganja review before we get to June 10th. Mm, I see what you mean about it being light. Are you getting beef jerky or do I need some water? You might need some water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get beef jerky, but... Hmm. Not even... <coughs> okay. You said this is one of the lower tiers? It's, it's general weed. Oh, okay. It's still, it's still hidden, though. No, it's solid. Yeah. Which is proof... That gifted curators cares about quality on all tiers. Okay, um, out of 420, let me give this another smoke. The taste isn't that great. But it ain't that bad either. Yeah. Out of 420 in the hit, oh, guess the type of strain. I'll give you hybrid, but hybrid leading which way? Mm, is it? Damn. I feel like it might be a sativa. Damn, I knew it was a sativa. <laughs> it's an indica. I can tell because my voice is getting real cool all of a sudden. Let's talk about... Uh... <laughs> all right. 
Thank you to the good people of Get the Curators. Go over to Gift the Curators, gifted.curators.dc. Tell them BMO sent you. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Tell them BMO sent you over at Gift the Curators. They might give you a bucket hat or some shit like that. Uh, but let's get back to more. Hawaii, baby, be Mo. First off, Lauren Hill. Yeah, we're going to play a different Lauren Hill song. Uh, I thought she was looking at something. Oh, no, okay. No. We're going to play a different Lauren Hill song every week. I was staring into the middle distance. I see. Is everything okay? Would yeah. you like to talk? I'm, I'm good. <laughs> so, on June, so we've been talking about Juneteenth for a little while. And now that it's June 22nd? 21st? 21st? Now it's June 22nd, 2021st. All the white people gone. Let's have a real conversation. <laughs> all the white people gone. I had, uh, I had, uh, I, I guess it was lunch with my line brother on Sunday. And he said, um, he was talking about it's the freedom for me, right? Which we talked about down on the show. Mm-hmm. The party place that were being sold at, at uh, I think it was at Walmart or at the Dollar General around Juneteenth. And um, first we was talking about the ice cream, and then he said he saw the party place. He was like, okay, I guess we got to put a stop to this because you niggas going to take it too far, <laughs> right? Great. But his original response was like, ice cream sounded pretty good. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Red velvet ice cream, nigga? That sound with a, uh, with a, with a cream cheese ice cream swirl? Yeah. Ooh, that sound delicious. Anyway, anyway. Um... It's the freedom for me. We were sitting, we were sitting there at the table, and I'm, and I'm thinking about my current position at Creative Theory, and I'm thinking about how we interact with clients and how many, how many levels and tiers of approval we have to get before we can say something on behalf of a company, or before a product can be made. How many tiers of 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 rejection and notes and neutering and censorship and what about this and counter arguments and and stupid arguments and and educated opinions and powerful opinions so many things happen in order for a product to make it to market Mm -hmm. so when i think about it's the freedom for me And I think about anything that a, that a brand does, I think about intentionality. And then I also think about if this brand has created it's the freedom for me, as my man Q say, the whites have it, which basically means we need new blueprints. It's time for us to move to the next horizon, to the next token, to the next place of liberation. And we brought that up during the Falcon and the Winter Soldier because a lot of the conversations that was happening around black liberation and the liberation of black bodies in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier sponsored by Disney made sense. But they made sense in 2010. Okay. They don't necessarily make sense for right now and 2060 as it pertains to what black will be. But what to black has always been as it speaks to old blueprints, they got it on the nose. This party company comes out with it's the freedom for me, sells it at Walmart. And you can't tell me shit to tell me that this party company did not post this and pay people to post this and make this a viral situation. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that. I've seen the business too long. You can't tell me that it's the freedom for me was not an intentional an intentional viral moment. Mm-hmm. Saying that to say, saying that to say, 
when the solutions that we talk about behind doors start to sound like the solutions that are on commercials, we have a problem. Mm. We have fallen behind. The white man has caught up. The white man has caught up. Actually, it's the white woman. The white people have caught up. The, 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 the solution for liberation now includes, well, I'm sorry, let me put it this way. The appearance of the solution of liberation now includes the endpoints to old blueprints. What you mean, BMO? What I mean is they putting, they putting, let's, okay, how do I put this in a different way? If we're on algebra two in this class, they have put all the answers to all the questions in the textbook to Algebra 1. Yeah. And some of you niggas, including me, because the video clip I'm finna show you is gonna call me out. Some of you niggas have started reading Algebra 1 textbooks and now you feel like you know the whole equation. Nah, brother, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't gone through calculus yet. Shit, we don't have the answers to Algebra 2. The analogy is getting too long. Sweetheart, play the video. Wyden Kennedy, major this is marketing company, weird. drops this spot on Juneteenth. So like, this is what we're doing now? We're just giving everybody the day off now. Like everybody, everybody. Well, not everybody. I mean, it's a federal holiday. So yeah, everybody kind of get to celebrate even if it's not your holiday. Sort of like Veterans Day. So should people thank us for our service? Not yours, definitely not mine. Are they really celebrating? Or was it just another day off? Hey, 10% off on Mattresses Holiday. No, it's 19% off Juneteenth savings. But wait for it, buy one and get one three-fifths off sale. Sir. Too far? But really, it's a new holiday for a lot of people. Right. But it's still a moment. <laughs> it took years to get this on the books, you know. It's not reparations. And it doesn't mean everything's perfect for damn sure, no. But, you know what I was celebrating a little progress? I mean, Juneteenth. A holiday. Even three years ago, that would have been crazy. True. And it's also crazy that we're celebrating a holiday for Black history while Black history is banned from schools. But I'm sleep. I'm just saying, when it's my birthday, everybody don't get presents. I get presents. And everyone who comes to your party knows why they're there. See, I just wish people didn't just celebrate another day off, but we had the uncomfortable conversation as to why we have the day off. There it is. They gonna happen. This is what I mean. See how they called me out in the commercial, right? Mm -hmm. They used my joke. I've seen that joke several times on commercials now. But I want you to ask yourself a deeper question because this is this is truly, this is an interesting commercial. I'm gonna be careful not to call it nefarious, but it's an interesting commercial. 
Because what was the commercial about? It was about the conversation, right? Like talking about the reason for Juneteenth. Is that? Is that but was it the conversation? No. <laughs> right. And so I bring you back to these plates. It's the freedom for me. How do you think Wyden Kennedy came up with this commercial spot? And what do you think it looked like originally? And what did Juneteenth mean to the Caribbean American, the Caribbean black American, the West Indian black American? And Juneteenth is not a celebration of black history. It's a celebration of the freedom of enslaved peoples. And yes, it is my service. Not, I can't believe that nigga said with his own mouth. People, yeah, people should be thanking you for your service. Right. Your service. Your service. Right. When they start talking, when these solutions, when these conversations, when these talking points start becoming mass conversation and start mirroring the conversations that are happening within the, within the communities who consider themselves to be doing the work, I think we have to relook at our solutions and our conversations. Not saying that we were wrong, not saying that we was right. And again, I'm 33 years old. Maybe the things that resemble success have given me PTSD to the point where I can't believe, I can't believe that this is a solution. I can't believe that Wyden Kennedy is interested in having a conversation about Juneteenth or, or that they just wanted to generate some social media content. You said they came out like right before Juneteenth? Right before Juneteenth. I put up a clip calling you niggas American who don't know who don't know what it means to be black. Mm-hmm. And I got I got quite a bit of backlash actually. <laughs> <laughs> quite a bit of backlash. Um I didn't call you niggas dumb. I didn't call you niggas misogynistic. I didn't call you niggas slow. I didn't call you niggas behind the times. I didn't call you niggas enablers of a previous generation. But somehow calling you niggas American got under your skin. Good. Ah. (laughs) Good. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. Juneteenth is an American holiday. Mm. But it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been a holiday. Because what do we celebrate? We right. celebrate the the late notice right. of emancipated enslaved people. And mind you, slavery did not end in 1865. No. <coughs> yeah, I didn't know no conspiracy shit. Right. There's niggas in Louisiana that was slaves mm-hmm. when Tupac was alive. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and, and the slaves still, and the former enslaved person still alive. Tupac did. Right. What are we celebrating? Juneteenth is an American holiday. And so, you know what's funny? I didn't plan on talking about this, but you and I, on the 18th, the Saturday of Juneteenth, what we say on the couch in the morning? Let's go to the park, mm-hmm. <laughs> and let's take our free asses to the park and do something. Right. <laughs> Could not find a place within a stone's throw. 
and weren't a couple of them didn't you say a couple of them were oh, like they uh, paid no I was gonna say like uh, not pop up shops but like uh, markets yeah, and markets, vendor shops yeah. and shit I was like is there a way that I can is there a way I can participate in Juneteenth that is divested from capitalism as right. Drew said earlier I loved when Juneteenth was intracommunal mm-hmm. but the Juneteenth that you and I know It's an American holiday. And what I think, and my blueprint is still the same. What I think we should do with Juneteenth now is the same thing we should have done with Juneteenth before. It should be summer Kwanzaa. It should be a week of reflection. It should be conversations. It should be motives. It should be conferences. It should be all these things devoid of what American is to make sure that we're on the right path. Mm-hmm. It is our time to centralize as a culture. We get two times. We get Kwanzaa and summer Kwanzaa. <laughs> That's just what I think, man. Because I, it, it, it hurt. It hurt my heart that every time I was looking for a Kwanzaa event, every time I was looking for a Juneteenth event of some sort, it was just a manipulative way to get me to spend money. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can come into this park for free, but it's just gonna be vendors here. We ain't got no entertainment. You know what I'm saying no conversations. Ain't nobody doing no storytelling. Right. Or actually, we got the storyteller, but it's five dollars. <laughs> that's all right, though. That's all right, though. That's why I feel like the way that we can win back Juneteenth is we incorporate Juneteenth into Summer Kwanzaa, and Juneteenth is the culminating day, the liberating day. Hmm. And instead of a words in Swahili, Swahili, we need words and words in Ebonics. Like the first day need to be your. The <laughs> <laughs> first day of summer Kwanzaa is your. You gotta be your word from each, uh, each region. Yeah. <laughs> each yeah, that's the Northeast. Uh, 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 uh. You got facts. Huh? Facts. That's Wednesday. Uh, 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 that's the third day. Facts. Uh, uh, facts. We talk about the history. We talk about the history. Facts. Oh, shit. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. We need a Tuesday word. We got facts. It ends on Juneteenth. Y'all, we three-sevenths there. <laughs> we three-sevenths on the way to a new holiday. That's how it, that's how it happens. All right, that means next year we got to celebrate. <laughs> we got to come up with a whole plan. Wow. You know, the dude who created Kwanzaa, don't Google him. <laughs> don't yeah. Google him. I'll tell you, he's trash. He should, yeah. He's trash. Um, holiday's fire. He's trash. Last year, they started to catch up on his ass. All right, we got any comments around, uh, what was I just talking about? Juneteenth. Oh, we showed, we showed the video, right? Yeah. I don't know if that's the solution. I don't know. I have, I don't know. I don't know. But watching that video makes me wonder who wrote that. <laughs> Why the white people wasn't inside the coffee shop? Right. Who gave them the coffee with the red, black, and green flag if they also a coffee shop? Wait, she she wasn't working there? Oh, no, he wasn't working? I don't know. I, was one of them working? I don't know. It was, it was black owned and operated. And the white people outside had coffee. With the with the Pan African colors. Anyway, I'm not here to break down the commercial. We got any comments? Drew says black outrage is free marketing. Oh man, it is. Geronimo says we love some quote unquote representation. It no, we don't. <laughs> it doesn't take long for the co op to happen. Who said that? 
Who said we love representation? Who said that? Who said that? Geronimo. No, 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 not Geronimo. Oh. I'm asking. That's a great question. That's oh. a great question. Who said that? Okay. Who said? Who said that? They also said uh, H&M and Zara will soon be selling sexy daddy shorts. Watch what I say. Who said we wanted representation? Who said that? <laughs> For real, who said that? I'm really, hold on, hold on. I'm going into my scholar mind. Didn't we say we wanted representation? Who said, who's we? Who said, whoever said we want representation? Whoever said that? I'm pretty sure, I'm thinking of like a lot of black actors. Not that. Like for, for example, but like I'm saying like people, like we want to be represented. Think about like, baby dolls they used to just all look one way like we want representation what do you mean hmm <laughs> the thought that I'm having is okay 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 and maybe we're doing representation wrong but I can't think in this moment. I can't think of someone who just who said we just want to be represented. Oh, just no. Not just. Not even just. Like I'm having a hard time putting words to the feeling that I'm saying right now. I get okay. Representation is a dual-edged sword or a, yeah. a two-sided coin, if you will. Yeah. There is the facade of representation, and then there is the the underneath of representation. Absolutely. There's exploitation that comes with it a lot of times. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to work on that. Keep reading the comments. Uh, Drew says, what does Juneteenth mean to non-Texan blacks? Very true. Troy said, good morning. Hey, man. Good morning. Geronimo says, a better question is, who at WNK pitched the idea for this ad? I have so many follow-up questions. No, that was my exact question. How did this start? Right. Who wrote this? And you know what's crazy? You published that? Oh, now I'm interested. Right. Now I'm curious. Do a podcast about the making of this situation. Oh, I want to know that. Right. That's a good conversation. Geronimo says, what if we celebrated our emancipation from Juneteenth through Labor Day? Hey, shh. Okay. <sighs> don't need people finding out that Labor Day was either Labor Day or Memorial Day. I always get them confused. Labor Day is a black holiday. It started black. It should still be black. But I feel like if we start saying it too loud, Geronimo, <laughs> <laughs> it's Juneteenth is going to happen. <laughs> okay? Hasn't it already happened to Labor Day, though, specifically? Yeah, but like it happened, oh, like, it happened so long ago. We might be able to like silently sneak in the back door. <laughs> might be able to creep through the window. <laughs> oh yeah, black people back in here. What's up? <laughs> Drew says, "What I don't like is how Juneteenth has applied to all Black Americans when it's originally Texan specific. There can be unique Black experiences that pertains to each state. That's now ignored. That's true. It's true." 
Now you niggas from Texas. Boy, I tell you, man. <laughs> I tell you, man. Te- Texas gonna let you know. Hey! <laughs> Geronimo is talking to Drew says that's a larger conversation about honoring and upholding regional black cultures and histories, which we don't do a good job of with the exception of a few places. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. Oh, and then uh, Akila says... It's been said over the years, mm. like black cartoon characters. I saw you. <laughs> it's been said over the years, like black cartoon characters actually being performed by black actors. So we do our representation. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm driving at something there. Okay. There's something there. That tooth is loose. <laughs> it's something there. There's something. Okay, we done ran out of time though. What time is? It? Oh, we got a couple minutes. We got a couple minutes. Okay. Last thing I want to talk about. Um. Mm. So here in the here in the district over the weekend on Juneteenth, actually, uh, there was a a, a celebration that occurs called Mochella. Mochella is put on by a group called Long Live Go Go. Uh, I think it's three founding members, a few founding members. I know that their foundership is pretty complicated, but here's the thing: uh, some violence occurred at the Mochella. Young man died. A couple people got shot. Few people got shot. Mm-hmm. I heard it talked about on ABC Good Morning as a mass shooting. Because um, yeah. mass shooting is whenever four people, four or more people get shot. So it's being reported on as a mass shooting happening at Mochella. Very sad situation. Um, I hate that that had to be on 14th and U. We don't need that type of situation. And then for a lot of personal reasons, a lot of business reasons, a lot of cultural reasons. Definitely want to uh, uh, I don't even know what to say Like I definitely want to just Send out healing energy I guess I don't know I don't know what my, my version of that is But I definitely just you know I feel for the people who were in that situation yeah. um, Directly affected Indirectly affected uh, People text me from different states like are you good and I'm like yeah I'm in the ghetto you know what I mean <laughs> not to say that the ghetto is most safe but just cause it was a crime in Hyattsville anyway <laughs> um, but definitely want to give a definitely you know I definitely feel the feel for those individuals I know that can be scarring um, also I don't even know I don't know if this is just a, a, a signifier of my demographic but a lot of people felt they a lot of people that I was watching stories on Instagram were expressing feelings of feeling unsafe and mm. feeling um, insecure at something in the water. Really? Uh, yeah, it says too many people, not enough space, mm-hmm. um, too much activity, did not feel safe. And, you know, I'm thinking post post um, post Travis Scott, post all these mass shootings, right. people people and again out in in uh, in the post corona. Where we at with it? Where we at with it? Am I or am I just getting old? Are the young folks still fucking with the with the festivals? Because I was watching, I was definitely watching some of the activities or something in the water, and you know. Oh, we had an hour. So okay, for sure. Cut off. 
Yeah, I was watching some of the activity and like, you know. They looked excited. <laughs> <laughs> they looked excited. Hmm. No, I, I feel you though, because it just seems like there's a lot going on right now, and it's it's a little it's a little rough out here. Mm. Anyway, so I was watching the uh, watching the motel the motella situation, just watching what's going on, and I've seen some very interesting news. Play that clip real fast. John, you're hearing from some of the community who are criticizing the city's response to this shooting, yeah? Yeah, Lorenzo, this shooting really rocked D.C. in multiple ways. First and foremost, yet another child died on district streets. On top of that, a D.C. natives worry a cultural institution intrinsic to D.C. was needlessly harmed amid it all. Mochella is not new to D.C. The musical gatherings popped up for years at the corner of 14th and U Streets Northwest. Organizers first built it as a way to preserve the district's lifestyle and culture, all to the melody of D.C.'s signature sound, Go-Go. In the past, Mochella's even been promoted by members of Mayor Muriel Bowser's administration. Just last Friday, D.C. Deputy Mayor John Falchicchio appeared on a local news show and said Mochella is doing an event at 14th and U, which is free and open to the public. It's words like those that led to confusion Sunday night when police chief Robert Conti and the mayor repeatedly described Mochella as it was an unpermitted event of a non-permitted event. Uh, we don't want unpermitted events. We need some accountability here. Mochella was in fact unpermitted but some locals argue that district leaders were well aware of it beforehand. Numerous people tweeted Monday don't blame GoGo for the violence. D.C. Councilmember Janice Lewis George added it's clear the event had government resources a heavy police presence. The way some people are talking about it as unauthorized shows how little they know about D.C. D.C. Native and former State Board of Education member Marcus Batchelor had strong words, too. For city leaders who know, right, organizations like Long Live Go-Go, no uh, events like Mochella that are intentionally about empowerment and uplift and peace. To pretend that, you know, city leaders are unaware of their work or unaware of gatherings like this and don't in both the official government capacity and also politically support organizations like this, I thought was disingenuous. Now, flyers for Mochella that were circulating before the event occurred also included a logo in them that said 202 Creates. That was an organization championed by Mayor Bowser's administration, also created by it, that basically celebrates creators, makers, musicians, artists here in the district. At this point, it's unclear whether or not that was actually a sponsor of this event. We did reach out to the mayor's office to get clarification on that and see how they felt about Mochella in the past or their opinion about Michelle in the past, but we have yet to get a response from them. Lorenzo? Well, it's been a few hours, so hopefully we'll hear from them soon. John Henry, thank you. Um, unpermitted events. I have a few things to say. Okay. I have a few things to say, and I want to make sure I don't get fired from nothing. <laughs> have a few things to say. Okay, okay. So I can tell you, I can tell you on the behind the scenes situations, there have been pleas, there have been requests for Mochella within the culture now. now I'm not talking about, I'm talking, if we're talking about a, a Africana studies framework, I'm not, I'm talking about governance within the culture. Even mm -hmm. people within us mm -hmm. have said to these individuals, you should think about getting permits. 
but she's thinking about getting permits. Mm -hmm. She's thinking about getting permits. There's a lot of people out here she's thinking about getting permits. No, we good. And I understand why, mm -hmm. right? I work with a festival that I'm not going to name in this particular clip. I work with a festival uh, in which we have done some permitted things, right? Yeah. Permitting happens in basically a couple of phases. You kind of get pre-approval, right? Which basically means you can go ahead and start marketing, whatever, whatever, continue to submit your plans, and then you'll get final approval. Mm -hmm. You got to petition neighborhoods. This is the process. This is open information. This is what you got to do. Now, let's just say our festival was on... April 8th. <laughs> uh, let's just say it was on April 8th. We did all the necessary paperwork for the previous nine months. Nine months. Mm -hmm. Final approval came on April 5th. Wow. Now, I've changed the dates around, but this is not hyperbole. Yeah. This has happened in this same situation for the last six, seven years. Oh, wow. Interesting. As someone's up for their third term. Interesting how that processing goes. Mm. So I understand both sides. I understand why you need permitting. Mm -hmm. Because really, the best part of permitting is you get to block the street off. Right. You get to block the street off, you get like designated space. Mm -hmm. You get designated space, you can charge a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you get designated space, you can put $5 at the door. You feel what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You can put a little cash. You can charge vendors to come on in because we got a we got a gate. Mm. You can put up a little art wall. I'm saying you can do a little set design. You might be able to fuck around and get a little stage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is what this is what permitting does, mm -hmm. right? It's, which is what you know this other festival and I. This is what we do. Yeah. Now, when you're doing it this way, of course, you got the momentum of the people. Now, every time I've been to Mojella, now I can't front now. I've seen a couple scuffles. Now I'm not, I'm not gonna say it was full on violence, but I've seen a couple. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've seen a couple of kerfuffles, you feel me? I've seen, seen some hands thrown. Yeah. Um, but not in a dangerous way, like, oh, them right. niggas, just, they just fighting right. over there. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just fighting. Okay, so I see what happens, right? So, but on the other side, so, like, I'm having a conversation in the midst of creating this, creating this, this festival moment, and I'm hearing from police officers, not that I'm upping for the cops, because, you know, fuck the cops, and it's definitely their fault. Mm -hmm. But I'm hearing from police officers, he was like, think about it this way. At the at the job, you get the schedule come out on Sunday. Yeah. And that's the schedule. So if you were scheduled to work on Saturday, you schedule work on Saturday. But if you're not scheduled to work on Saturday, you're not working on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So then imagine you off on Saturday. Yeah. On June you off on Sunday, yeah. on Juneteenth, kicking it. Macaroni and cheese in your hand. Yeah. Your commander officer called you say you gotta come down <laughs> and kick it with uh Mojella. As a normal human being, how you gonna feel? <laughs> Now apply that to cophood. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> cop come on, man, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. I don't appreciate the mayor abandoning Mojella though. That's fucked up. Yeah. I don't appreciate that at all. You're right. <clears throat> mm mm. Y'all heard the notification. You know what it means. Ah. It's time for the burning question. Probably must be the odd. So, do you think uh, Mochella should get permits and you know do the whole, I guess, the whole process, the whole legal way? Oh, it's so hard, and it's even harder for GoGo. Although they made GoGo 
the official music of DC. Mm-hmm. What they didn't do was allow equity in go-go spaces. So go-go's have started to return, but they still, you know, organizations and institutions still overcharge you for security, still give you with the implication that go-go was a violent situation mm-hmm. uh, or a violent genre, uh, that these people can't control themselves. You know what I'm saying? They're animals. It's that same, it's that same uh, connotation that's been brought up since the, since the people were enslaved, since our people were enslaved. They just bring up that same notion and then all of a sudden it's, it's, it's dangerous because mm-hmm. uh, it's dangerous to connect to your roots somehow. But I guess, you know, if yeah. you know who you are and then you look up and see what's going on, I guess it would be a little dangerous um so do i see why they don't permit and i actually fuck with why they don't permit because they are leaning on the freedom of speech Mm -hmm. it is a protest that's how they build themselves as a protest i mm, mm, mm. ironically you know what this is a ironically this is an interesting and a new age intersection of the informal protest versus the formal protest um I'm trying to think about, like I think about Tamika Mallory. Tamika Mallory is like an informal protester. Yeah. Pop up, yell at your job, get it popping, right? right? Whereas um, Al Sharpton is, okay, we gotta get the permits for the mall, we are gonna mm-hmm. set up the stage, we gonna get the sponsors, we are gonna talk to Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. we gonna get all the families involved, it's gonna be nine celebrities, John Legend gonna perform, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? We gonna have a march, right? We're gonna, and then we gonna move from, literally from I Street to H Street, that's what we gonna do. <laughs> right. That's what we gonna, we gonna that's right, we gonna march on them. <laughs> that's what we gonna do. And that is, that is a, that is, that is two forms of black power that have been consistently at war with each other, but the smart individuals have been able to step back and see that the uh, the use and the iteration of both tactics can create harmonious solutions. Mm-hmm. So as long as we, uh, as long, so I would say to, to Mochella, there's gotta be a way. We gotta find a way to make sure shit like that don't happen though. Right. I don't know how you're gonna do it without your permits, without asking. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a way that we can do it in a safer way. And you know how I know? Because you've done it before. Right. It's the first time it's happened. Right. Something slipped up. Something escalated. Right. And think something through. Got too popping. I don't know. Got to do something. And now, as far as what the as far as what the people going to do to you, I see you ain't had no permits, bro. You ain't had no permits, man. <laughs> you ain't had no, no permits. Everybody know who did it. Right. Ah, shit. <laughs> Y'all might have to pay that fine, bro. Mm-mm. But you know what? Y'all might have to pay that fine. But the people, I feel like the people are going to stand up behind you. Right. And maybe that can even be a moment of organization. Because Bobby Seal said, in order to move forward, you got to be organized. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with a little organization. A little organization never hurt nobody. A little pow pow, a little LLC never hurt nobody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and spend that 400 Get it out the way. Mm-hmm. Boom. But all right. Um, you got any comments for me, Christian, for the people? Let's see. I know you. Did you figure out the comment thing? Um, okay, here we go. Um, Kadaro Davis said good morning from L.A. Hey, hey. L.A.? God damn, son. Good morning. <laughs> uh, Akila said on Juneteenth, only black owned businesses should be open and non black people should work them. If you- <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. 
if you're not a black-owned business, you should be fined. The fine should be... <laughs> <laughs> well, how much is the fine? The fine should be around $19,186.50 for every 30 minutes that a non-black 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that a non-black business is open. I love it. I love it. And then she said, online businesses count. Mm-hmm. Ashish Sherpa said, greeting... greeting Shut the website down. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings from Nepal. Hey. hey. What's up, Nepal? Hi. Good morning. Good morning. What time is it? Yeah, what time is it in Nepal? All right. And then Akila said, oh, and this fine represents 48 hours before and after June 19th. So a week where only black businesses are up and operating. <laughs> Write it down. Right. Write it down. Oh, wait, I think she said more. Oh, yeah. Um, it grinds my gears that this quote-unquote holiday has been showcased as such. There, the way it's making a profit yet not benefiting the people who it's for is disheartening. Right. Right. All right. Well, we want to thank y'all for watching and listening to another episode of Awake and Bake. Will you be more? We're going to leave you with a video by my mans, uh, Kendall and Yaj off of Alt and Delete 2, okay? Uh, I'll kiss you in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Kendall and Yaj. Make sure y'all go get the album Alt and Delete 2, wherever you can get streaming services from. It'd be great if you just send them $40 in the mail. I mean, cash in an envelope. Send them $40 in the mail to get the song. It ain't no benefits, but just do it anyway because you fuck with the song. We're going to leave y'all with <laughs> the best of me, the video, and we'll see y'all on Thursday with more Wake Up Baby with Bimo. Hey. Good morning. Sometimes it hurts. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> this sounds terrible. We have our biggest show in three days, and you still don't have it down. Paige, come on. I mean, I took like three weeks to learn this tambourine, and honestly, you're the one who's always late to band practice. Um, I think we're all just hungry. Like, yeah, just be cool, man. I might have been a little flat. Mercury's in retrograde, and I need to protect my peace. I'm out of here. Hey, what? What does that even mean? Wait. Hey, one of y'all musty. What's that smell? I know you better open this garage door. God. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh. Yeah. Oh yeah. I won't. I won't dismiss. Won't take the blame this time for your bad vibration. For your low frequency.
know something's a retrograde right now, so transmission is fuzzy. Nonetheless, much love, and don't forget to take your energy.